glory and honor. We thank you that you're making today also another beautiful day. You have brought us under the umbrella of grace, under the power of your word. Use us to be an instrument of change. Speak through your servant and also speak to your servant. Let the word be a blessing to the hearer and also to the speaker. By the time we leave this place, the speaker is blessed and transformed by the word. And the hearer is also blessed and transformed by the word. That all of us will be suitable for every good work in the hand of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, um, we have been running on this prophetic grace for some time now. And we still, anytime I want to swing the Holy Ghost, just take me to another side and go, go this direction. Amen. But today we are looking at prophecy and prayer or the word of God and prayer. Remember that the, our context of prophecy is referring to the word of God. Amen. So when we say prophecy here, we are talking about the general declaration of the word of God. We are talking about the spirit of Jesus Christ, which is the testimony of prophecy amen so that is what we are talking about and the prophetic is part of it so our study on the prophecy or the grace of prophecy is covering everything that has to do with the word of god the preaching word the teaching word the prophetic declaration the songs gospel through pure gospel songs not um, gospel songs that are coming from uh, malams and juju people and those things you know these days all sort of stuff are coming out now those of us who are friend to the media and tv certain power from gospel because it doesn't carry any spirits it's just uh, dancing and shaking and do a whole lot of things but we are talking about the true word of god the genuine word of god that is declared preach teach that is coming from the Bible, the spirit birth, amen. The songs that are birthed by the spirit, words that are declared by the mind of the spirit, prophecies that are prophesied from the womb of the spirit. Those are the things that we are looking for. Prophecies are meant to happen, but not every prophecy will happen. Amen. Prophecies, every prophecy that comes out, every word of God declared, it is meant to take place, to fulfill. Nevertheless, not every word of God declared will come to pass. Some will come to pass while you are still alive. Some will come to pass after you are no more alive. Depending on who the word of God has come for. Some prophecy can come to you or some word of God can come to you, but it might not be for you. It might be for your children. Amen. Some will come to you, they will be for you. Some will be for you, but depending on how you treat it. Hallelujah. But we are not going on that direction. But what I want you to know is every word of God that comes out is meant to happen, to take place in the life of the receiver or the beneficiary. But not all of them will come to pass due to certain few challenges and hindrances. 
Some could be our own doings. Some could be external or, um, 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 interferences. But whatever it is, if we can put ourselves up well and prepare ourselves spiritually well, no matter which word of God was declared, it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. And our prayer and our desire is every word of God that has been spoken and that has come to you shall come to pass. It must come to pass because God didn't give it because he wants you to hear it. God gave it because he wants you to be blessed by it. Amen. And so that most prophecies fulfills on the wings of prayer. Most prophecies will take effect to the people who pray or the believer who pray. Christians who are more prayerful sees more of the word of God coming to pass in their life than the prayerless ones. And sometimes I see people having thousand and one prophecies hanging on their head and they are not coming to pass and they become frustrated and they complain and I was this and the guy and they come and this pastor said and this things and this and this thing says and my and then the question was fine the pastor said the prophecy said the man of God said and what what have you done about it and we have seen people who have never received any prophetic word or no word of God has come to them directly and still they have seen the manifestations of the power of God in their life the difference could be so many things but the general is what prayer if you are prayerful the word of God will have a free course in your life if you are prayerful the prophecies of God whether spoken or written it will have its place in your life but if you only you are only a desiring Christian you will have more of prophecies that will entertain and entice you but most of them will also be tiring in your life. Hallelujah. So, if we are talking about this, we are talking mainly about what we ought to do and to know in order for the prophes prophecies that God has spoken about our life to come to pass. Let's go to 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41 to 46. 1 Kings chapter 18. And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, Eat and drink. He said he was prophesying to Ahab. He was speaking the word of God. He said, King, get thee up, which means the king was sleeping. Say, Rise up from your laziness. Get up from your stationary point. Come out from your cold places. Break the shelf. Hallelujah. Some of us, we have to what? Get up. We have to come up. We have to rise up. To the cause, to the word. Most of us are sleeping. The word of God is coming to us. The word of God is sweet. The word of God is nice, but we are sleeping. He said, rise up. Eat and drink. Say, eat and drink. If you want to see the word of God come to pass in your life, you have to be cheerful and stronger. Hallelujah. For there is a sound of abundance of rain. At this point, there have not been rain for three and half years. There have not been rain in the city or the country or the town called Samaria. Three and a half years there have not been rain. Hallelujah. And God was about to manifest himself. He was about to do something in the life of the people of Samaria and here the prophet goes to the king and says, king, 
There is coming rain. I hear that rain is about to come. I hear that breakthrough is about to come in your life. I hear that God is about to intervene in the affairs of your life. I hear that the problem that is prevailing in your life is about to come to an end. Amen. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink. You know, sometimes I like unbelievers. Amen. It's not that they are so good or that, but you know, anytime an unbeliever walks to you and you give them a spiritual direction or you tell them something, they do it without thinking about it. Anytime a Christian comes to you and you give them a direction, they go home and they also try to what? Say, now Pastor Pa, how that ah? I'm going through these challenges and this problem. I went to pastor to tell him. I was expressing that he would declare fasting with me and we shall be praying together. You know what, what pastor said? Oh, come on, these days, these pastors, they are not like Bible days. The question is, were you there on Bible days? <laughs> Hallelujah. They are not on Bible days. They, we will read about the apostles. What have we read about the apostles? Amen. This was the apostles who said that the congregation are worrying them too much. So they must set people and put them on administrative and welfare so that they give themselves to the preaching and teaching of the word. No deliverance. Only preaching and teaching of the word. And it was Stephen and the rest, they were doing the deliverance and the miracle works. But you see, he said, he told the Gentile king that he please go eat and drink because God is about to break through in your life. The king stood up and went and ate and drank. If a church member comes to you whose life is dry and come and say, you know your problem? Stop fasting, eat and drink. Eat and be okay. And just be, be thanking God every day. God is about to do. You see, they will leave the church. What I am going through, instead of the pastor giving me one week fasting, he said I should eat and drink. Hallelujah. So sometimes we frustrate the word of God. Not God who frustrates, but we frustrate the word of God. He said eat and drink. And he ate and he drank. And Elijah went up to the top of Camel and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. You know, the moment he spoke that the word, God is about to do something, he went into on top of the mountain to pray. Even though God has said the word, God has delivered the word, God is about to do the word, but the one who spoke the word immediately have gone to what? To pray. The one who received the word has also wake up to do what he or she is supposed to do. It's a two-way. Whenever the word of God comes, the one who delivered has a role to play. The one who received has a role to play in order for the word to come to pass. Today, the reason why we say that most of the things which are happening are magic is that the congregation is not doing anything. Everything is about the, the one who gives. Hallelujah. He tells you, bring me 12 crates of egg, one curtain of milo, two curtains of milk, add 2,000 Ghana cities. I am going to do two weeks fasting for you, but if I'm going to do two weeks fasting, what do you need these things for? Bring me all these things. I am going to fast two weeks for you. And then after two weeks come, by the time you get to, you see that their cheeks, everything is looking smoother and nicer. 
then they'll tell you that, okay, when you go bath here, do this, do this, do this, and then you just go and do. So you could see that all the work is being done by the so-called pastors or whatever. Which is not the word of God. The prophet gave the king a work to do. Say, king number one, rise up from your laziness. Rise up from your sleep. Rise up from your lukewarmness. And then when you rise up, God expects you to stop mourning, to stop worrying because the king was worried that for three and a half years, there is no rain in his city. His people are dying. He is worried he was not eating. He was in a perpetual fast for about three and a half years. The king could not eat. It's only in Africa. Hallelujah. But every father who is responsible when their house is not in order and the children and the family are struggling, he is the number one who gets trouble and who grow lame. See that he's thinking, my wife, my children, and this and that. But when you come to Africa, you see our leaders are growing fat and the people are growing. It is well with our soul. So he declared the king begin to do what he's supposed to do. And then he also went up onto the mountains to pray. Let's see what happened. And said to his servant, go up now. Look towards the sea. And he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. And he said, go again seven times. He sent his servant, go one. He went one and came. He said, mm -mm, nothing has happened. He said, okay. Today we are not leaving this place. We are praying until we see results. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus said, men ought to pray and not to faint. Hallelujah. Listen, if you want the word of God to come to pass in your life, laziness must not be part of you when it comes to prayer. You shouldn't be lazy when it comes to prayer. You shouldn't grow weary when it comes to prayer. You shouldn't get tired when it comes to prayer. Hallelujah. Because prayer will not kill you. Prayer will not give you headache because you didn't sleep well. When you pray more, even if you have headache, it will vanish. Amen. So the man of God said that, listen, boy, we are not going to live here today. You better see something. He went and looked again. He said, I don't see anything. He said, well, then come. And, 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 and the story have it that every return, they pray for one hour. Then he'll send the boy, go. Then he'll come out from the thickness and from the thick of the mountains and come and look up. I'm sure this guy will try, will try to see something. He will look and there's nothing. He said, Jesus, yeah, another one hour. Then he'll go back and say, uh, Prophet, I didn't see anything. He'll say, Okay, then kneel down. We are praying. Then one hour, they say, oh, Go and see. Then he said, Jesus, let something happen. God, let something happen. You go and look at nothing has happened. He said, Then he waits one hour. And I said, This one, yeah, I don't have to go again. And you go and he said, Okay, nothing, let's pray. Seven times. So that could mean that they pray for seven hours. Then after the seventh hour, there is no way you pray constant for seven hours. Seven days constant. Nothing will not happen. The Bible said that we can only fall for seven times. After the seventh time, there will be a bouncing back. There is no way that we will tarry with God for seven times. And nothing, something will have to happen. Hallelujah. He went the seventh time. He came and said, Master, hold on. I see something. 
He said, what do you see? I see a small cloud. Nobody knows whether it was a cloud or not. But all the master wanted to know is that there's a sign. Maybe it wasn't even a cloud. It was something. But he said, I see something small like a fist. It's like a cloud. He said, that, that is it. The prophecy has happened. He said, now rise up. And let us go. Hallelujah. Listen to me. There is no way you pray for a word of God to happen. And will not be a beneficiary. When it happened, he said, hey, rise up. Let's sit on the, on the horse. The Bible said, at this time, Ahab has moved and it was at the gates of what Jezreel. But the spirit of God came upon Elijah and lifted him from on top of the mountain. And, 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 and the Bible said, just at the entrance, he overtook. When the prophecy begins to manifest in your life, listen to me, it doesn't matter who is ahead of you. It doesn't matter who has taken the lead. It doesn't matter where you started and when you started. When the prophecy begins to manifest in the life of the person who prayed, no matter who is gone, you will pick them, you will chase them, you overcome them, you overtake them, and you shall recover. The Bible said that the Spirit of God came upon him. He stood and sat upon his horse and caught a harp at the entrance of Jezreel. You see, stop worrying about it is keeping long, it is keeping long, it is keeping long. Worried about how and what am I supposed to do? Because as to catching up who is ahead of you, it is a work of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is a work of the Holy Spirit. In this life, nobody is on your front or in your front. How do you say it? On your front. In front of you. Nobody is in front of you. Everybody have or has his or her front. Hallelujah. Amen. I have my front, you have your front. Is that not it? The late Archbishop Benson, the whole side, he said that the sky is too big for two bears to collide. Two bears cannot collide in the sky. The earth is too wide. Nobody can be on your front. I have my front, you have your front. Sometimes if somebody is in front of his or her front and you are behind your front or and you may think that they are ahead of you, but you wait. The race is not to the swift. Hallelujah. Neither is food for the Lord. The man who is hungry. All hot. Victory is for the one who is stronger. But it is the Lord who showeth hot mercy. When the grace of God and the hand of God comes upon you. And God said that this one took ahead of you 10 years ago. But I give you grace. You overtake the person this year. It doesn't matter who they have become. They can become who is so hot, so ever, But you will catch up. And when you catch up, you overtake. When you take, you shall recover. And this morning, I pray that. This grace of prayer will come upon you. That when you rise up to pray, things will begin to happen. When you rise up to pray, you will catch up. Hallelujah. I remember when we first came into ministry, we used to be servants for some of the big names. Big names, we used to be servants to them. Wash for them, iron for them. But while they were on their front or in front and they were going, and they were breaking through. We were still behind. And washing and ironing. But we gave ourselves on word. Prayer and teaching and learning of the word. Hallelujah. We didn't care who was going. We didn't care who was driving. Who was what. All we care was what. We must do the work of our father. We must do the work of he that uh, called us. And the appropriate time. With time. Over 20 years. 
it was over 20 years gap. Ahab was gone. Then we had just started. Hallelujah. Today, the 20 years gap, we have closed it. And sometimes, we even come back and close the gap for them. We come back and say, that, yeah, 20 years ago, when you were, we were not. But today, I want to say, you, where are you going? Are you going to this country? Okay, call this so-and-so person. I've spoken to them. Go, they'll give you pulpit. When the grace come upon you, when you begin to pray, and the power descended upon you, forget about who has gone ahead. Forget about who is making it. Forget about where you are. Just concentrate on prayer and the word of God. And I promise you, the power of grace, the power of the prophetic, the power and the spirit of the overtaker will come upon you. And when you come upon you, my God, you will overtake. Hallelujah. Having said this, church, there are some few hindrances. Some few hindrances. Some will pray, alright. Some will do what you want to do, alright. But the question is, why is it that sometimes in all our attempts, our desire and our prayer, we still don't see the word of God coming to pass? Why? Hallelujah. Why? And want to look at some of these things, some of the hindrances that can come your way so that the word of God will be tearing in your life and it's not coming to pass. What could be it? What could it be? What could be the problem? What could be the cause? The first one is what? Negative confessions. You might pray if your confessions are negative the word will not come to pass you see that is the reason why you must pray more than talk when you have the word of God in you whenever you receive the word of God do more prayer than talking David said your word have I treasured in my heart your word will I, will I meditate day and night meditate treasure the word speak the word talk about the word more than talking about your issues. When the supposed beneficiaries speak contrary to the fulfillment of the word. It will never come to pass. Or sometimes it might come to pass and you will not benefit it. Listen to me. Sometimes you can be in a church. And then the pastor will be making some declarations. And people who, are, who love the word. Who have received it. They will be seeing it fulfilling in their life. And you alone is not fulfilling. And you ask yourself. Ah, why is it that people. Why? Why am I? We are all in the church, but why is it that people are breaking through and I'm not breaking through? Check your con your confessions. There are some people in the church, even while the pastor is preaching, they are criticizing. The pastor said, "God will break through for you." Ah, pastor, pastor, yeah, bro, yeah, bro. breakthrough. baby. Hallelujah. Let's look at 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 2. And then we read 19, verse 20, and look at something. We spend time to pray a little this morning. Then a, a Lord on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, That is, the pastor has preached and said, 
tomorrow there's going to be a breakthrough. God is about to change life. Destinies are about to change. Something is about to happen in this house. Something is going to happen. God is about to bring a 24-hour breakthrough in this city. Has declared the word. Then, somebody who is closer, listen to me, church. If you were looking for the breakthrough of the word, be careful about people who think and seemingly to be closer to the pastor. Hallelujah. Especially people who have leadership roles in the church. I didn't say every church leader, but most of the time, the people who can dilute your faith are people who are closer. Amen. People who know at least a little about the pastor or a little about the church administration or some few things. Most of the time, when people are going to leave church, most of the courses are people who are supposed to have been an influence for them to stay. They will chase them out. Amen. The Bible said that the man of God has declared the word. The pastors or uh, 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 Cabrera or let's say if it's this church, let's say Yao. He is with me at the altar. Everything is closer to me. So whatever I travel, whatever, he's there with me. And the word has come. This year God is going to bring a major breakthrough in your life. Then Yao said, oh, now say pastor, I need not need to cry. Oh, ja, 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 ja. When you pass the pastor, you move forward, you can't say more. Hallelujah. He declared the word, and the man who was closer to say, said, hey, 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 hold on. Said, behold, the Lord will make windows in heaven. He said, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, might this thing be? Much a crowd, Give us modern English. Then the captain on whose hand the king leaned said to the man of God, if the Lord himself should make windows in heaven, could this thing be? But he said, you shall see it with your own eyes, but you shall not eat of it. May the Lord forbid. The pastors declared, everybody was believing, you know, the man who was close, I said, hey, oh, even if God make windows in the heaven, this thing it cannot be possible. Confession. Be careful about people who think they know more. But they know little. Hallelujah. From the statement of the man, he even knows deeper than the king. He knows that there are windows in heaven. Hallelujah. The Bible talks of the brass and the iron gates. The Bible talks of the windows of heaven in Malachi chapter 3. If you pay your tithes and your offerings, I will open all the floodgates of heaven. There are windows, there are doorways in the heaven. The same way, there are also what? Doorways and entrance of the earth. He said that any, the grave has opened its mouth wide. Say abyss or hell with which you are going, it has opened its mouth wide. So they are hot. There are entrance points on earth which can swallow people. The same thing, there are gates in heaven which can also open and pour down hot blessings unto you. And this man know it. He said, man of God, even if God should open any of the windows in heaven, this prophecy cannot come to pass. It is a lie, not your own. Hallelujah. He said it and the man of God said that, you know something? Hey, as for doing, God will do it. But the danger is that you will see it manifest, but you shall know its own. Don't be in the church and the word of God is fulfilling in the life of people, minus you. It shouldn't be your portion. Amen. Amen. It shouldn't be your portion. 
I have been a church member until I became a pastor. I can criticize everything about my pastor, but not the word of God. Not his message, not what he's preached. Hallelujah. I might not like my pastor, but the word, I like it because the word is not the pastor's own. It is the spirit of God. The Bible said that the Holy Spirit breathed in holy men and they declare the word of God. The word of God, it is not the calculated words of the pastor. It is the spirit of God which is breathing inside of the man and bringing out words of life. So I don't joke. With every word, even when he's making joke, I make the sense out of the joke. Hallelujah. One day, the man of God told a commander, go and bath in that dirty water over there. And the commander was like, what are you talking about? Go to my house. I have swimming pool. You don't know. At my house, I have swimming pool. And better, the pool is treated every morning. You are telling me to go and bath in this dirty water? I thought you would have even given me some commandments, some grower of anointing oil. Give me about three new Bibles. Something that I will know that yeah, this is spiritual. But you are telling me I should go and bath in this dirty water. Then the servant said, hey, boss, listen. You can criticize and talk about anything but not the way that is coming from the man of God. You are even fortunate that he said, go and bath. What about if I told you that some assault? So you better obey. You better go and bath and stop this. Then the man was obedient. Look at the servant. He said, you hey, count yourself fired. If I go and it didn't work. The Bible said that he went and he did it for seven times. At the seventh time, Naaman fall into the water, wrap, came out. He was full of mud. Look at the servant and said, somebody's about to lose his job. He went in. Second, he came out. Look at his body. He said, hey, you see I'm smelling. <laughs> you, 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 you are ordinary laborer in my house. I take care of you. I take care of your children. I pay their school fees. I've rented a place for you. And I've come and this man of God is trying to make fun of me. You are supporting me to bath mad. You, you shall see. Third time he came out. He said, hey, start writing application of resignation. Because whatever it is, you shall be fired. He went the fourth time. He came out. He looked at him. He went the fifth time. He said, you see, I have completed grace. And still, I am not saved. I am going now for the sake of man. But the sixth time, if nothing happened, you see. He went the sixth time. You see, now I'm a man. Still, nothing has happened. I told you this man of God. It's like the servant said, Master, he says seven. Why don't you try? Complete it for God and see what the Lord will do. Because in the seven times when we fall down, we rise up. And when we rise up the seventh time, we can never fall again. So why don't you try it the seventh time and see? The Bible said that Naaman lift himself, threw it in the water. And when he came out, the Bible said his skin was as new as a newborn baby. He said, oh, Wow, this thing it works. I came to prophesy unto somebody that today as you obey and speak positive for the word of God the situation will change the story will change your problem is going to give way and there is going to be a newness of life